You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1217. If you were to sell this property, where are your tenants going to go to next? When we ask these open-ended questions is they start giving us what their pain is. What is the pain that they're going through? There has to be a problem that we can solve with a cash-as-is offer if we're going to be offering them a cash-as-is offer. There has to be pain. So that's what we're trying to find. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. So I want to go to the whiteboard real quick, and then we're going to go into the sales submarine. That's right, the sales submarine. And it's going to give you the exact process to take so that you can go out there and really, really, really get good at closing on these leads that you have and sound like a professional and sound very confident and very certain and very likable. All right. The success pyramid here breaks down into three points, right? You've got your attitude. Can everybody see this? I hope so. Attitude, the technique or your skills and your behavior. All right. Well, this right here, this is you, right? This is what's your attitude towards yourself. If your attitude towards yourself isn't very great, you need to do some self-work or none of this is going to work. Being an entrepreneur is not going to work. All right. Like you need to make sure that your attitude toward yourself is like 10 out of 10. All right. You need to have that confidence. And if you don't have that confidence, get around people that have that confidence, it'll melt into you, okay? Next is what's your attitude towards the market? Is this a good market? Is this a bad market? Is it harder to do deals now than it was before? Is it all these things? It's all your attitude. Everything comes down to your attitude towards the market, all right? The company. What's your attitude towards your company, towards what you actually have to offer? Absolutely critical. Over here is your goal. Your behavior is based on your goals, your plans, or your model. That's the whole point of this channel is to give you the model to follow so that you're not just out there just kind of, uh, you know, drifting out in the ocean trying to pull this all together. There's literal steps that we're giving you so that you could succeed a lot faster. What plans, what models are you following? What actions are you taking? We all know this. We all know this. We all know. I need to have a great attitude. Absolutely. I need to make sure that I've got goals and I've got a plan to go after those goals and I need to take action. Everybody says the same thing. Great. Now let's get down to the skills that you need. Now let's get down to the techniques to qualify, present, and close when you have somebody that is going to sell their property. Let's walk you through the sales submarine and how to implement this in your business. Because once you do, all of a sudden, you start going on those appointments and you're walking in and you've got that rhino skin and you've got that light in your eyes and you got that electricity and you are ready to present to that property owner because you know that you can get to the point where they're gonna make a decision, whether it's a yes or whether it's a no. It's not a, I'm gonna think about it. It's not a, let me mold this decision over. It's a yes and it's a no, and it's based on this submarine right here. The reason this is set up as a submarine is because submarines have doors that you can close right? After every part of this process, you close the door so that you can move on to the next process. 
This is the absolute method. This is the ingredients. This is the recipe to be able to put this thing together so that you can get more contracts signed and more contracts signed at a price that is stronger than you ever thought before. All right. Number one is bonding and rapport. We all know that. Bonding and rapport. What does that come down to? That comes down to mirroring and matching. People like people that are like them. 90% of bonding and rapport is your tone of voice. Because most of the time, you're not in front of people. Most of the time, you're on the phone. You're talking to people on the phone, and you're bonding and building rapport using your tone of voice. If you want to really see this at work, you got to watch the video that Luke and I did when we were calling leads live and watch at how quick we can get to rapport by just using our tone of voice. Certainty, likability, and tone of voice, mirroring and matching what's going on and not pressuring them. It's not about the pressure. We're not putting pressure up yet. That's the next step. But first, we need to build that rapport. We need to be able to get past that defense system of them just completely shutting down and not listening to anything that comes next. Next is we need to get permission. We need an upfront contract. We need to be able to get permission to do the next things, which is to really to qualify this person, really understand what's going on with this person, really ask them the questions that we need to know so that we know the four pillars of pre-qualifying, the condition of the property, their timeline to sell, their motivation, and their price. Right, We need to understand these things so that we can really understand number three here, the pain. But we need to get the upfront contract because when they agree to us, when they say yes, they agree to the next step, then we have permission. Now, they feel in charge. They feel comfortable. They don't feel like they're having somebody, you know, putting pressure on them. And I love this. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions to get caught up on what's going on with the property? Write it down. Do you mind? I want them to give me a no first. I want them to give me a no. Because a no feels like they're in control. A no is already in their reflex. You ever go to a store or your your car shopping or whatever else and people the sales guy comes up to you and they're like, hey, can I help you? And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm just, uh, just browsing, just looking around, right? We kind of regard it. We don't want people to to come up and, and be in our world and try to affect the decision making that we're that we're going through, right? But if they tell us no, then they feel like oh, they just gave us permission to ask them questions. And guess what happens? Guess what happens if they say no? You can't ask me questions about my property. No, no questions. Okay, great. Guess what? You don't have a lead. That's just an asshole. Get rid of them. They're not really serious. They haven't made the decision that they want to sell. And I will tell you this, every single time, 100,000, million, billion, trillion percent of the time, a motivated property owner will allow you to ask questions because they have a pain that they need to be solved. They have an issue. Okay. So if they don't, if they don't, if they say, no, you can't ask a few questions, then, okay, great. Is there a better time that we can discuss this? When's a better time to discuss this? Let's open, let's have some more open-ended questions. When's a better time? Never. I hate you. Go away. I was just, I didn't really want to sell. I just wanted to see what you'd give me. Great. Have a great day. Move on. Right? From there, now you have permission to ask the questions, right? And you can ease into these questions. All right. What remodeling have you done to the property? Boom, 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 boom. Okay, great. What's your timeline to sell this property? Interesting. Okay, great. There you go. 
if you were to sell this property, where would you move to next? Or if they tell you they have tenants, if you were to sell this property, where are your tenants going to go to next? When we ask these open-ended questions is they start giving us what their pain is. What is the pain that they're going through? There has to be a problem that we can solve with a cash as is offer. If we're going to be offering them a cash as is offer, there has to be pain. So that's what we're trying to find. We get the upfront contract and then we're asking about what is going on here. We're really getting down to what is the motivation? What is the pain that they're going through? You know, if we were to buy this property and I'm not sure that we can, but if we were to buy this property and you didn't have to invest another cent into it, you just sold it completely as is, what price makes sense? Now we're getting to budget, aren't we? We're starting to close down. We're starting to figure out what's going on. We're starting to see, okay, is this pain really, really, really something that they're like, oh my gosh, I know that it needs a lot of work. I know that it's beat up. I know that it's been vacant. I know I just want to get rid of this property, whatever, right? And then they start throwing out, you know, offer. They, they start throwing out prices for it or they tell you, I don't know. Then you start getting some more upfront contracts, right? You start figuring out, okay, you start getting some permission. All right. Do you mind if I take some time and do some research? And then once I come up with a price that makes sense, can we meet? Would it make sense for us to meet at the property? Yes. No. Whatever. We're just trying to pull out what is going on here. What is happening? Are they really ready to make the decision to sell this property? And then you get into the decision mode. You get into, you're actually there to put together and make the offer presentation, to show them what's going on. And throughout this whole entire process, you're pulling away a little bit. You're not being too in their face. You're asking them really great questions. What's important to you about the buyer for your house? Tell me more about that. You told me you wanted to be out of this property in 30 days. Is that right? Yes. You told me you wanted 150,000 for this property. Is that right? Yes. So if I could get you out in 30 days and get you 150,000, is there anything stopping us from doing business together? Upfront contracts, upfront contracts, upfront contracts all the time. So that when you go on that appointment, you are literally, it is, it is like, it ends up being a lay down. It ends up being a situation where they understand what to expect. I'm going to come to the house. I'm going to make sure I'm going to take some pictures. We're going to go through the paperwork. We're going to get that all done. And then I'm going to open up escrow. Does all that make sense? Yes. Okay, great. What questions do you have? What haven't I answered there? If I come out there, is there anything that you want me to answer so that you feel 100% confident that we can do business together, right? Isn't this awesome? You just follow the process and you get all of these upfront agreements. And then what really happens is we're not really talking about the people that, that have no interest and no motivation to sell. And we're not even talking about the laydowns. The laydowns are like, hey, you come over, you give me this price, you close here and it's done. What we're talking about is that that bulky middle section that they're on the fence on making a decision. And so we're going in there and we're really understanding what the pain is. And we're really trying to figure out, okay, you know, why don't you just list it with a real estate agent? Why don't you just fix it up yourself and sell it? Why don't you remember they're on Hell Island? They want to get to Heaven Island and there's different bridges to be able to get there. And we have to see if they're considering the other bridges as opposed to accepting our offer. That all happens by asking really good open-ended questions and being really confident and just making sure that you understand, are, do these people have a problem that we can solve? What really always tripped me up when I was presenting 
is, and I would I would hear these these things is the tone of voice, the way that you ask it, the way that you present it, the way that you you need to have curiosity. You need to have it. I said that fancy curiosity. Good enunciation. Yes, thank you. I have been uh, taking enunciation classes. No, but you need to have that curiosity. You need to have the kindness, the confidence, and the curiosity, and you wrap that all up into this submarine. And then from there, you have the fulfillment. And the fulfillment is doing what you say. You got to set expectations the whole way through. Every single time that you're doing lead follow-up, you need to set something up. I'm going to do my research. And is it okay with you if I call you back tomorrow at 12 o'clock? Does that, are you available? No. Okay. One o'clock, two o'clock. What time are you available? Right? Set the appointment. I'm going to put it in my calendar. Can you please put it in your calendar? And we'll have a great conversation tomorrow. And I'll be able to, to let you know what our thoughts are on the property and what we can offer you. Always have something set up for the next time. Always. Okay, great. Well, let me do some research and I'll uh, call you back. I hear that so much. I hear that all the time. Set the appointment, right? People go, well, I don't know if I'm bugging them with lead follow-up. Get permission. Just to let you know how I work is I over-communicate. All right. So I want to give you permission to shut me down if I'm reaching out too much, if I'm bugging you too much. Is that okay? Okay, great. If we can't do business, I'm going to let you know, and I'll try to give you some other options for what you can do. But if you know you don't want to work with me, can you at least do the same for me? Will you at least tell me that, no, you don't want to sell the property. You don't want to do business with me. You want to do something else. That way we're just not wasting time. Be confident out there. Pull away. I am probably not going to be your best offer. I'm just curious. What is important to you about the person, that, about the buyer that buys your property? Woo! These are questions that I've used. These are questions that are currently being used. If you're part of the Rhino tribe in the coaching, you know, Chad, my acquisition manager, is live calling two hours a day, Monday through Thursday. So you people are watching him do this. He's using these techniques all the time and they're working. And then the other people in the Rhino tribe do it on these calls and it's working. It works. You got to get the permission. And if they're not going to give you permission to ask questions about what's going on with the property, they don't want to sell the property to you. Move on. I would rather you have a fast no because it leads to faster yeses. What kills you in this business is maybes. What kills you in this business is I want to think about it. So don't give them an option. Tell them how you do business. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and do the research. I'm going to find what we think uh, the property needs, what it'll sell for, all of those things. And we're going to present an offer just to let you know how we work. We buy properties completely cash as is. You don't have to put another cent into them. We actually pay all the title and closing costs and there's no real estate commission. So I just want you to know that when you get an offer from us, it is a net offer. Are you familiar with what a net offer is? No. Yes. Okay, great. Boom, 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 boom. And then you move forward. Close each one of the submarine doors and you're going to close more opportunities. You bring on people that you train in this method to be actual closers, you will double your income with the same amount of efforts. Double your income. 
So understand the sales process here and you'll be so much more powerful. If you're interested in joining the most proactive community in real estate investing, it is the Rhino Tribe. Go to wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com. Check out what it's all about and join this unbelievable community. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. We look forward to working with you. And that's it. I close out this podcast as I always do, encouraging you to go out there and talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.